Today's daf is daf chavav. We are holding at the bottom of Chafei Yomad Beis, right before the uh, lines get wide. So, the Gemara now is going to ask a series of Kalvachomers that uh, ostensibly is just to bring out clarity about the actual halachas themselves, but it's interesting to see the, the uh, methodology and the way the Gemara brings it out. So what I was going to ask as follows, that Chachamim disagreed yesterday, we had the Mishnah, but they disagreed with Rabbi Tarfan's Kalvachomer. Rabbi Tarfan wanted to make a Kalvachomer that if uh, Tam, which Karen, is Chatzin Ezek, in, in Rashus Rabim, where Shane Veregel is potter completely, so then in Rashus Nezak, so Shane Veregel is Nezek Shalem, so then Tom should also be Nezek Shalom, not just Muad, but Tom Rashus Nezak of Karen, that should also be Nezek Shalom. The Chachamim said you can't make a Kavachomer that way, and they basically said that the concept of Dayo, meaning is that you can only give the uh, outer limits to uh, what you're trying to derive to from what you're trying to derive from. And since you're deriving from Keren in Rishus HaRabim, which is Chatzinezek, the maximum you can apply it to is that Tom would be Chatzinezek in Rishus HaNizak. That's where we came out. There was a Machlokus Chachamim, Ritarfun Chachamim, we passed like the Chachamim, which basically we conclude that therefore Keren the time of uh, Karen is Chatzinezek in Rishus Nizak and in Rishus Arabim and in Rishus Nizak. So now the one I wants to do now is reverse engineer this Kalvachomer. So what is going to ask like this? Let's speak it out. And what is going to say? Well, if in Rishus Nizak, Shane and Regal, what's the obligation liability in Rishus Nizak? Shane and Regal, full damages. And what's Karen in Rishus Nizak? Tom? Chatzine. So what's more common? What's more severe? Shane Veregel, right? So therefore, if Karen is Chatzinezek in Rishus Rabim, so what should the Kalvachomer now, the reverse Kalvachomer, what should it teach me? That in Rishus Rabim, you should be liable for Shane Veregel. You hear the Kalvachomer? Right. Right, so the morning asks like this. So to hey Shane Veregel, Chayev Rishus Arabim, let Shane and Regal be Chayev in the Rishus Arabim also, Mikalva Chomer, using the Kalva Chomer in the reverse. Ma Karen, Shabrishus Anizak, and Mishal Melachatzin Nezak. Karen is only half damages in Rishus Anizak, and Rishus Arabim Chayeves, your Chayev full damages. So Shane Veregel, Shabrishus uh, well, uh, you're chayiv, no, no, that's not full damage, you're chayiv, no, because Tom, you're chayiv, and Rishus Rabim, uh, you're chayiv, not chayiv, full damage, you're chayiv. So Shane Veregel, Shabrishus Nizak, Mishalom Nezak Sholem, so Shane Veregel is clearly more chomer than Karen, but because Rishus Nizak, you're chayiv, full damages with Shane Veregel, whereas Tom in Rishus Nizak, like we said, like the chom, is only chavchatzi Nezak, so therefore, Eino Din is it not a kalva chomer that Rishus Rabim, you should be chayiv on Shane Veregel as well. 
Someone says, you're right. Mitzad logic, that should be the conclusion. But we have Xeris HaKosav. Amakra, Ubir Bizdeachar. The Pasuk talking about Shane Varegel says that you're Chayev when it's Bir Bizdeachar in Rishus HaNizak. But Lo Rishus HaRabim, you're not Chayev. The Xeris HaKosav tells me that it's only Rishus HaNizak and not Rishus HaRabim. So you're right. Mitzad the Kavachar, you should have been Chayev. But the Pasuk's telling me we're not. So what it says like this. One second. One second. I could still accommodate both the Kalvachomer and the Pasuk. Means maybe what the Pasuk's telling me is like this. In Rishus Nizak, Shane and Regal is full damages, right? Nezak Shalom. Maybe the Pasuk is saying, is that when you're high for Shane and Regal, full damages, is only Rishus Nizak. Then you have full damage. You will not, if it's not in the Shushanizik, you will not be high full damages if it's in Rishusha Rabin. But what might you be Chayev? Comes along the Kalvach Homer, says, should be Chayev Chatzinezik. Means the Pusik maybe is just telling me that you're not Chayev like Rishusha Nizak. Full damages has to be Rishusha Nizak. But maybe using the Kalvach Homer, you could at least be Chayev Chatzinezik. Just as we see that Karen is Chatzinezik Rishusha Rabin, maybe Shane Varegel should also be. That's the Mos Kasha. So, Midi Kulik Armina, am I trying to suggest that it should be full damage? I'm not suggesting the Kalvach Homer should teach me full damage. Damages, you're right, beer is there, can't be full damages. Palga Kamrin, I'm saying it should only be half. On this comes along the Pasuk and says, yes. But where do we see that you pay Chatzinezek? The Pasuk of Chatzinezek Bershusa Rabim is a Pasuk that's written by Karen, by Tom. And there it says, Vechatsu es Kaspo. The Rashi brings down that that Chatsu es Kaspo, that clause, is a redundant clause. And what do we use it for? To teach me that the chatzu is kaspo, it's money. The money, only in a case of tam, do we divide the money. Kaspo shall zeh, below kaspo shall acher. In the case of keren, you pay chatzinezek, but you don't pay chatzinezek in any other circumstance, in other situations, which therefore, that excludes being able to make the kavachomer that regal should be chad, shein and regal should be chatzinezek in the Rishus Rabim. So you're going to pounce on me right now and saying, what do you mean? There is a case of chatzinezek that's not a case of keren. What's the case of chatzinezek? Nezek, that's not a case of Karen. Everybody, not at once. Tsroros, right? Tsroros actually is a told of regal. So there is a regal case, it's Chatzinezek. So what do you mean? The Pazit says, Vechotzu is Kaspo. That means it cannot be only by Karen can there be a Chatzinezek versus a Rabim. We see that regal has a Chatzinezek of Tsroros. So that. Uh, there's different ways to answer that question, right? The simple way to answer the question is that's not based on psukim. That's halacha Moshe Misinai. Based on psukim, there's only one scenario of chatzinezek that could only be chatzinezek of Tom. Tosvos says a different teret based on the Gemara later on, which will help us with the Gemara later on as well. Tosvos says is that when we say here there should be chatzinezek based on the kavachomer that if it's nezek shalem. That if it's if it's if it's if you see that Nezek Shalem teaches you that Shane and Regal is more chomer than 
Karen, Karen is only Chatzin Ezek, and therefore if Karen is Chatzin Ezek, which is a Rabbim, Shein Veregas, we Chatzin Ezek. He said, that would be a Chatzin Ezek Megufe. Remember this, that, according, that the, the din of Tom, when you pay Chatzin Ezek, you can only take from the value of the animal. It's capped from the value of the animal. Tzroros is a different type of Chatzinezek. Because when we say that you pay Chatzinezek for Tzroros, how did we conclude in the uh, first parak? We said that there, the Chatzinezek of Tzroros is not capped like the case of Karen. That is more like the case of Muad. You can even take it from the house. So therefore, when the Pazak says, it's a mute that you can only have a Chatzinezek like Karen in the case of Karen. That's the case of Chatzinezek that's capped. So that's what we're saying is that the only case of Chatzin and the Kavachomer would only be able to tell me that type of because uh, uh, you're learning it out from the Chatzinezek of Karen. So the capped type of Chatzinezek only will apply to a case of Karen, does not apply to any other case. I Tzroros, Tzroros is another case, it's not, it's not like Karen. Tzroros is, is even Minaliyah, so you can't bring that as a riot. Okay, so Gemara says like this, fine. Let's go and try a different way of asking a Kavachomer. I'm going to ask as follows. Below say Shein v'regel chayem v'shus ha'nizek ele chatzinezek. The Gemara says like this, is that Shein and Regal, we've been saying right now, v'shus ha'nizek, what's the payment? Full damages. The Gemara says, why should it be full damages? Why don't we make a kavachomer and the kavachomer should teach me Shein and Regal should only be chatzinezek in the v'shus ha'nizek. Why? Because Shein v'regel, which you don't pay, we just concluded you don't pay in Rishusa Rabbim, yet you, uh, you, you, don't, you don't pay, whereas Karen, you pay Chatzinezek in the Rishusa Rabbim. So if Karen is Chatzinezek in Rishusa Rabbim, and it's still only Chatzinezek, Rishusa Nizak, so shame for regular, you don't pay in Rishusa Rabbim. So what should it be, Rishusa Nizak? Should also only be Chatzinezek. That's the, that's the Gemara's question. Now, the, you're going to ask, oh, we just got through, this is what Tosa brings it right, we just got through saying the only case of Chatzin and Ezek is a case of Tam. We don't say Chatzin and Ezek uh, by Shane Veregel based on Psukim or derivations of Psukim. So Tosa says, yeah, because the Chatzin Ezek by Regal, the Pasuk says, mate of Sadeh, mate of Karmo. The Pasuk says you pay from the best of the person's properties. So therefore, it's clearly the Pasuk would be not talking about the Chatzinezek that's limited to the animal, the value of the animal. When we say there should be only Chatzinezek by Shein Regal, it clearly is opening it up even from the best of what the person has, not limited to the animal itself. So therefore, that's not excluded from the Chatzos Kaspo. But the point that Moore is asking is, how do you know now that you pay full damages for Shein Regal Bashus Hanizok, maybe she'll only Chatzinezek? That's most cautious. Lo say hey, shein v'regel chayev v'shushan nizek el chatzin nizek should only have to be chatzin nizek mikavachom and mikaren making a kavachom mikaren because my karen which is shushan rabim is chayeves and v'shushan nizek and v'shushan nizek it's limited to only mishalom el chatzin nizek so shein v'regel v'shushan rabim you put it completely so ain't a din is not logical it's not a kavachom and v'shushan nizek mishalom chatzin nizek you should only be you should only allow to take chatzin nizek and not nizek shalom even though it is min ali it's not megufa like we said right so I'm a the Pazik says like this. The Pazik says that in Rosh Hashanah, for Shein Veregel, it says Yishalem. Now Yishalem, that term of payment comes from the word of Shalem. What does Shalem mean? Shalem means you make the person whole. You make the person whole, it can't be Chatzin 
So therefore it has to be Nezek Shalem based on what the Pesuk says. Tashlumin Ma'alia means a complete compensation, not only a partial compensation. Fine. Let's go to a third Kavachomer. Let's say that Karen in Rishus Rabim should be Potter. How do you know that your chai of chatzinezek in Rishus Arabim from Karen lechoro? Maybe the argument should be they should be not. They should not. Should, you, should, you should be completely potter for Karen in Rishus Arabim. Why? Because my shein v'regel b'shus ha'nizak nizak shalom shein v'regel which is more chomer because in b'shus ha'nizak you pay full damages whereas karen b'shus ha'nizak and 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 by the way shein v'regel is potter in b'shus ha'rabim b'shus ha'rabim matura so karen which in b'shus ha'nizak is only chatzin nizak so ain't a danger b'shus ha'rabim so b'shus ha'rabim it shouldn't be more chomer than shein v'regel should all it should be potter as well just the shein v'regel is potter b'shus ha'rabim so let's say karen is also a potter. Because you see that chain regular is more chamer than, uh, than than Karen. On that, the Gemara says like this: Amar and this is Pshat Nechachamim. He says the pasuk says twice. It says that uh, that uh, that uh, that you divide um, the the, the lashon of the pasuk over there. Uh, let me just see where it inside. Umachru umachru it says you divide the money and you divide the carcass. So the second divide the carcass is redundant. So why do we tell, have you tell me that? Means in all circumstances you pay half. What does it mean all circumstances? Means you pay chatzinezek for tam, whether it's a shusar rabim, whether it's a shusar yochid, whether it's a shusar rabim. So even though you're right, the Kalva Homer might argue that you shouldn't have to pay for tam b'shusar rabim, just as shen v'regel is part b'shusar rabim, but the, the, the redundant clause of uh, that Yechetzun, I'm Rabbi Yochan, I'm a Kor Yechetzun, you divide under all circumstances, that means, Ein Chatzinezek Choluk, you don't make distinctions by Chatzinezek, Lobrishus HaRabim, Lobrishus HaYochid, in all cases you pay Chatzinezek. Okay, let's go on. Now we're going to discuss Kofer. Now remember, let's just get again some of the concepts. Kofer is a payment that is made if someone's muad animal, the way it's written in the Torah, is if your muad animal kills somebody, the animal is executed, and the owner of the animal has to make a payment based on the value of the dead person, what he was worth in, uh, as, as an Evet Kanani. It's called a Kofer. There's some level of atonement associated with it, but it is a Tashlum, it is a payment that is made. Now we mentioned a few days ago that there is a machlokis from Yosef Lili and the Chachamim where if there is a din of by a tam of chatzik kofer, if there's a din of chatzik kofer, but we will let, we're gonna circle back to that. But now what the Mora's question is that, uh, so we know that if your animal kills somebody, you have to pay kofer. Now, what happens if you kill someone? So if you kill somebody, so generally, if it's bemazed, you get executed. If it's beshogeg, you have to go to Golos. What the one is going to ask is as follows, that maybe part of the mazed payment should be that, let's say in circumstances that you cannot be killed, there's no adim, there's no asra. So just as the way that kofer is a substitute, because the pasuk when it says your animal kills somebody, technically it says you should be responsible, but we allow the kofer to substitute for your death. 
So now, so let's say that if you kill somebody and we cannot execute you because there is some kind of legal issues, no edim, no hasra, so let's say you should be obligated to pay kofar as a substitute for your death. That's the Gemara's question. So adam let's make a kavachomer. What's the kavachomer that a person should have to pay kofar? He says, If your ox damages or kills, you only have one payment. Your ox, you have to pay Nezek, but you don't have the additional four payments that apply to a person, when a person. So if an ox who damages only pays one payment, when an ox kills, there's kofer. So Adam shechayyeh ba'arba dvarims, when a person who, when he damages chayyeh and four things, so when he kills, so ain't a din shechayyeh ba'kofer, so kavachomer should also be chayyeh in kofer. Right? That, that, that's not the halacha. The halacha there is no kofar, only by your animal killing. But the more saying, the kavachomer should teach me there should be kofar. So more says, you're right. The kavachomer, technically, you should have to pay kofar if you kill somebody as well. But Amar Kra, b'chol yushas alav, is that the pasuk that says that you pay kofar is that a person uh, is, is, um, has to pay the kofar of whatever is assessed upon him by the base din for his animal having killed. But that's a miut. And when his animal kills, you make the assessment of kofar. Alav velo al adam. For his animal having killed someone, but not in a case where the person himself killed someone. So therefore, so that's a special miut teaching me that the din of kofar only applies when your animal kills, not when you yourself do the killing. That's the, the drosha. Okay? Now, let's go back to it. Mora asks the following thing. Now let's go reverse. Let's say as follows. Why is in a shor chayv the additional four payments based on the kalvachomer? How should the kalvachomer work? A person, we just got through saying, a person who kills another person is not chayv in kofer, but yet is chayv ba'arvidvorim, has to have the four additional payments. So shor, shechayv ba'kofer, shor is more chomer, shor has the din of kofer. So let's say also you have the additional four payments when your shor damages someone. On that, the Pasuk says that the Pasuk dealing with a person who damages someone that has the additional Pasuk that talks about Sheves and Ripui and all the different payments, it says, the Pasuk says, Amakra, Ishba Miso, when a person causes damage to his friend. So Ishba Miso, it's only paying the additional damages when it's a person who damages his friend. Below Shor Ba Miso, not when it's an animal that damages his friend. So again, a special mute to tell we don't make that Kava Chomer. Okay. Let's go weiter. The Mora is going to ask now a new Shiloh. So we know the din of Kofer is specifically taught in the Torah, it's talking about Keren. Because the Pazik says, Beferish, that if your animal was a Muad, Mitmol Shilshom, and it goes and kills someone, so then you have to pay Kofer, you have to execute the ox. Right? That's what it says. And the Pazik actually speaks out, and if it's a Tom, then you don't do that. So the Pasuk speaks it out. We'll see exactly how explicit it is. But the Pasuk says, Dafka, when it is a uh, Muad, you pay Kofar, not a Tom, which means it's a law that applies to Karen. But the Gemara wants to know, what happens if your animal goes into Rishus Nizak? So in Rishus Nizak, there is a din of Nezek Shalem for, for, for Shane and Regal. Now, while the animal is walking, it... Uh, 
and without intent to kill, intent to kill would already be in a, a Karen issue, without intent to kill or damage, the animal tramples Rahman al-Islan on a baby. Okay, and kills the baby. Now what the Gemara wants to know is, should you, the owner of the ox, have to pay kofer? Now it's in Roshosan Nizak, which means re- there is regal Roshosan Nizak, and the regal Roshosan Nizak is muad, it's full payment, it's full damages. So what the Gemara wants to know, do we say that just as, there, although there's a distinction by Karen, Karen you only pay kofer if it's a muad, means once it's happened either two or three times, depending on the way Rashi learned, but once it's happened two or three times, you pay full damages, and if it's an animal that is a muad animal, then you pay kofer, right? If it would not be a muad animal, you would not pay the kofer. But the point is, by regal, the animal's always considered a muad animal. Why by regal is the animal always viewed as a muad? Because by rego, you always pay, you always pay full damages. You always pay full damage. So therefore, so then does the case of killing a baby with rego, which is considered to be like a muad from the get-go, should that also result in paying kofer? Even though the Torah wrote it by Karen, so therefore is the focus on the fact that if it's full damages, then there's kofer, so then regal should also have kofer. Or maybe not. Maybe the ingredient that creates the kofer liability is because, remember, one of the uh, qualities of Karen is it had intent to damage. So maybe when it has intent to damage, that's where there's kofer. Now that wouldn't apply by regal. Why wouldn't that apply by regal? You don't have regal to normal behavior. The regal does not have intent to go ahead and damage or to, uh, to kill. It does not have that intent. So that's the Shaila. See, Boilu, the Bnei Yeshiva raised the following Shaila. Regal, if there was a case of regal, that the animal trampled upon a baby in a courtyard of the Nizak, right? What's the din? Is there a kofer payment made? Karen. Do we compare it to the case of Karen? And what do we see by the case of Karen? Karen came in the other trade process. Once Karen has happened two or three times, it's considered to be the derech of the animal. It's now habitual and it's mashalam and you pay full damages. In the case of killing, you pay kofer. So hachanami, loshna, yotu is no difference. Habitual right from the beginning. So therefore also should be kofer in a case of regal or shein, Tos points out. Odilma, keren, kavanos lahazik. Or maybe the ingredient of keren that creates the kofer is because the animal has intent to damage. So therefore, dafka by keren. Hi, uh, but in the case of regal, the intent is not to damage. You don't intend to trample on the baby. That happened while it's, it's normal ways of way of walking. And maybe that's why there'll be no kofr. So that's the shaila. So our shaila right now, we want to conclude whether do we say there's kofr by regal and again, the kofer of regal would be in the Rishusa Nizak. It has to be Rishusa Nizak because there is no payment in the Rishusa Rabim or the Rishusa Mazik. So it has to be in the Rishusa Nizak. If an animal trampled a baby while it was walking, would there be kofer or not? So what wants to bring a raya? What's the raya? So Toshima, come and listen. Now, it says, Somebody brought his ox into the homeowner, the Nizak's property, without permission. He wasn't given permission to bring it in. And then the ox went and killed the homeowner, the mace, and uh, gored him and he died. He gored the Balabayas and he died. You execute the ox. Now this is the key point here. 
Ubarlov and the owner of the ox, Bain Tam, Bain Muat, Mishalem, Kofer Sholem. Either way has to pay full Kofer. Now this is a huge novelty. Whose opinion is Diva Rabbi Tarfan? Why is this a huge novelty? Because the simple reading of the Psukim claim, they say you only pay full Kofer, if you look at the Pasuk, where it's a Muat. You don't pay full Kofer when it is a Tam. Comes along Rabbi Tarfan and saying, that's only in Rosh Hashanah But if it happens in Rosh Hashanah then if it's a Tom, you'll pay full kofar even for the Tom that kills Brishus Sanizak. That's Rabbi Tarfan. Now the question is, what, based upon what? That doesn't seem to be the simple reading of the Psukim. So based upon what does Rabbi Tarfan come up with that conclusion? So Mara says, Kofar Tom, Rabbi Tarfan, where does Rabbi Tarfan know that you pay full, da- full kofar on a case of Karen of a Tom? It must be, says the Gemara, like this. You know what he must base it on? Because he holds, like we had a few days ago, Rabbi Yossi Aglili. Rabbi Yossi Aglili learns that even though it says that you pay kofar for a muad in Rosh Hashanah but you don't pay for a tom, what he learns it means you don't pay for a tom full, de- full kofar. But there is a chatzik kofar in Rosh Hashanah for a tom. You pay chatzik kofar for a tom in Rosh Harabim. Now, says the Gemara, if Rabbi Tarfan holds like Rabbi Yossi Aglili, then we can understand how it comes out that you pay full kofar in Rosh Hashanah Because that would be very similar to what we learned in the previous Mishnah, that Rabbi Tarfan's shita is that what's the din of, forget about kofar, damages, nezek. What is Rabbi Tarfan's din on nezek in Rosh Hanizuk, he says you pay full damages. I, it's a tom. He made a kalvachomer. By nezek, by damages, he made a kalvachomer. What was his kalvachomer? He said that you see that Karen is more chomer than Shane Varegel. Because in Rishus, in Rishus, I'm sorry, he said like this. He said that, uh, yeah, Karen, he said like this. Shane Varegel, which is potter in, 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 in Rishus Arabim is higher full damages in Rosh Hashanah, right? It's potter in Rosh Hashanah. So Karen, which is already high of Chatzin Nezek in Rosh Hashanah, what's going to be the din of a Tam Rosh Hashanah? Was Nezek Sholem. That's the Kalvachomer that he made in the Mishnah yesterday. So therefore, says the Gemara this, well, that's how he learns it by damages. So in Lechorah, he would say the same Kalvachomer he would say the same Kalvachomer for Kofer. Now, how would the Kalvachomer by Kofer work? And this is why we're going to bring a raya what he holds by Shane Veregel. He must be saying like this, in Rosh Hashanah, there's no Kofer for Shane Veregel. Yet we see that there is Kofer for Tom. He holds like Rabbi Yosef of Chatzi Kofer. So then in Rosh Hashanah, where there is Kofer for Shane Veregel, full Kofer, Kalvachomer, there'll be full Kofer for Tom. Now, that's the, that's the way you could come out, why there would be full cover by Tom, but that is only predicated on the fact that you also have cover for Shane Varegel to make that Kamachomer. So we're trying to bring a riot, at least from Rabbi Tarfun, that Rabbi Tarfun must hold. Our question was, is there cover for Shane Varegel, but just an isn't, based on Rabbi Tarfun's learning that there's full cover on Tom, if the Kamachomer is based on Shane Varegel, must be this full cover for Shane Varegel in Rosh Hashanah. That's what we're trying to bring a riot. So one says like this. So therefore, love is it not Mishum Savar like Rabbi Yosef Glili? It must be that Rabbi, that Rabbi Tarfan's basing himself on Rabbi Yosef Glili. Tamar Tam Mishalem Chatzikov for Mishus Arabim. According to Rabbi Yosef Glili, even though the Torah says. 
that you pay kofar muad in, and you don't pay for tam, he learns it means that you don't pay full kofar in Rishus Rabbi, you pay chatzi kofar. And then, once you know that there is chatzi kofar on Karen, then you can make a kavachomer from regal. So, but that only, that only works to make the Kalvachomer from Regal if Regal is Chai of Kofer B'Shusha Nizak. If Regal is Chai of Kofer B'Shusha Nizak, you can make the Kalvachomer to Karen as well. So, Alma, we see that Ika Kofer B'Regal must be, that at least according to Ritarfun, that you have Kofer by Regal B'Shusha Nizak, which was our Shiloh. So, I'm Rav Shimi Ben-Har-Dor. Rav Shimi Ben-Har-Dor said, what's the proof? Maybe... The way, to make, the way Rabbi Tarfun makes the Kavachomer is not based on Shane Varegel's Kofer, but maybe it's based on Shane Varegel's Nezek, right? And he says, Tanam and and Regal Maisilo. Meaning like this, maybe you're making a mistake, right? How does Rabbi Tarfun know? Our question was, Rabbi Tarfun said that a Tom pays full damages, full, full Kofer, Tom pays full Kofer, Bershusa Nezek. I, the Torah says, Tom doesn't pay. He means, he always doesn't pay, doesn't pay full, and he pays chatzi, like Rabbi Yossi. Chatzi in Rishul Sarabin. But a Tom will pay full code for Rishul Sarabin. How do we know that? So we wanted to say, he knows it based because he holds code, because there's, by Shane Varegel, there's full code for. Maybe no. The way he may, knows that is, he still makes the Kalvachon from Shane Varegel, but not from Shane Varegel's din of Kofer. He learns it from Shane Varegel's din of Nezokin. You could still make the Kalvachomer. What do you see by Shane Varegel? Shane Varegel, which is Chaya, full damages, not Kofer, full damages for damaging someone in Rishus Ha-Nezok. Ha, What's the din of Shane Varegel in Rishus Rabim? Rishus Rabim, your potter. Kofer, we see by Tom, is that Yochai of Chatzik Kofer in Rishus Rabim. So therefore, Kofer of Tom should be more stringent than damages of Shane Varegel. And if Shane Varegel is full damages in Rishus Anizak, then what should be the Kofer of Tom? Should also be full Kofer. But maybe the Kavachom is not being made from the Kofer of Shane Varegel, it's being made from the Nezek of Shane Varegel. And there is no Kofer by Shane Varegel. That's what, that's what Digmar is suggesting. So I'm Rosh Hashanah, Tanam in Zakin, the Regal Maisalah. The Ritarvan's Kalvachomer is not based on the Kofer of Shane Varegel, but it's based on the damages of Shane Varegel. So Gemara says like this, one second. If you're trying to learn out from the damages of Shane Varegel, what are you trying to show? That Kofer of Tom is more Chomer than Shane Varegel. That's what you're trying to say. Kofer of Tom, Yechayev and Shusarabim. Shane Varegel, not Chayev. So where Shane Varegel is full, which is by the damages, so Kofer should be full by Tom in Rishus HaNizek. That's how you make the Kava Chomer. But remember, Kava Chomer, if you can have a Pircha, if you can show that there's certain ways that Shane Varegel is more stringent than, uh, than, 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 uh, than Kofer, then you wouldn't be able to make the Kava Chomer. Now, Tosos explains why this is a good piracha, but the din is like this. If you kill someone with ash, if you kill someone with your fire, there is no din kofer. Kofer is when your animal kills, but not when your fire kills. When your fire kills, there is no kofer. Tosos says fire is like Adam killing. Adam killing, we already said before, when a person kills, there is no, there is no kofer. So therefore, I can ask you a piracha that maybe you can't, you can't bring a raya. Maybe when a, a that, that, that damages 
of the, the, that damages is more chomer than kofer. What's the raya that damages are more chomer than kofer? Because you see by the laws of damages, fire, you're chayev. Whereas by kofer, you're not chayev when a fire kills. So therefore, what gives you the right to make a kava chomer that if Shein Verego has full damages, Bershus HaNizak, so then kofer should also, maybe damages in general is more chomer than kofer. What's the raya? Because there's damages by fire and there's no kofer by fire. So live Rogmanozok in the Regal Shekhen Yesh number Eish. Why can't you ask a pirch on the kava chomer? If you're learning it from Nezokin, so why can't you ask the kava chomer that there's Eish by Nezokin, but there's no Eish by kofer? So Moses, I'll tell you like this. Don't make the Kalva Chomer uh, in, 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 from damages in general. Learn out the Kalva Chomer specifically from damaging something that's hidden. Damaging something that's hidden. What do I mean? Is that let's say you had a vessel that's inside a bag. We don't see it inside the bag, but it's inside a bag. Now in such a case, there is a din of damages. If your animal tramples on a bag and it happens to have a vessel inside. So you're chayev for regal in such a case because it's even though it's hidden. But we know that Aish, you're not chayev. Aish, you're potter if it's something that there's a vessel is hidden in, 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 the, in, the, in the grain. You would be potter. So now you can't ask, I, Aish is chayev in damages, whereas there's no kofer by, we're not talking about Aish in general. If the kabachomo has been made of a case of something that's hidden. So therefore, something that's hidden, you don't have that uh, pircha of what about the fact that Aish is chayev and Kofri is not. Aish is not chayev, we're dealing with something that's hidden. Somebody says like this, we look, so make a kavachon from Thomas, something that's hidden. Somebody says, okay, fine. So you can't ask the pircha from something that's hidden by Aish, but you know where you could ask the pircha from something that's hidden? You could ask it from Bor. If a bag falls into a Bor, it's got kalim inside, or an animal falls in and it's covered, with, um, not Kalen, let's say uh, as, uh, other, other items. No, we were talking about not Kalen. But say other items are covered under, the, uh, uh, under a blanket, let's say it's grain on the back of the animal, and it goes and falls into a bore of mud, and it gets discreet, even though it's covered, Bor is chayv in the case of Tomun. So let's make the pircha. How can you make a pircha from Nezokin to Kofer? You're saying that, that Nezokin, a Kofer is more Chomer because Kofer works in Shusha Rabin and Nezokin of Shein Regula is not. But I'll tell you something else. There are damages that apply only to damages and don't apply in the case of Kofer. What's the case? Bor. Now you can't say, well, what about Tumun? There is no problem of Tumun by Bor. You're high by Bor for Tumun too. Tumun says, okay, fine. So make the Kava Chomer, not from something that's Tumun, make the Kava Chomer from Kalin. Because we know you're not high for Kalin that fall into a Bor. So make the Kava Chomer from damages of Kalin. The way with Kava Chomer go, the same Kava Chomer, just damages of Kalin. Kalin, damages of Kalin, for Shane Verega, your potter in Rosh Rabin. However, your Chayev, Full damage to Sanizak. All right? Kofer, which is Chayev. Shein Veregel, your potter on Kalim in Rishus Rabin, but your Chayev Rishus Sanizak if it tramples Kalim. Kofer, your Chayev Kofer Rishus Rabin. Kalvachomri should be Chayev in Rishus Nizak as well. Full damages. Now, what are you going to ask me? Bor? Bor is not a Pircha because there's no Kalim by Bor. Where it says, okay, fine, but then I'll go and ask the Pircha by Eish, because there is a Chiyav on Kalim on Eish. So when it says, Kalim Eish, if you're going to ask from Kalim, there is, you could go back to Eish. So when it says like this, I'll make the Kalvachomra from Kalim Tmunim. Kalim that are in a bag. 
kalim that are covered. So now kalim that are covered, you're protected, you can't ask a piracha from bor, because bor is below kalim. You can't ask the piracha from age, because age doesn't work by tamun. So therefore, but I could still make the kava homer that if your high full damages, for Shane Veregel in Rosh Hashanah, so therefore you should be chayyeh according to Rabbi Tarfon. You should be called for Shalom in Rosh Hashanah. So therefore you should be chayyeh called for Shalom also in Rosh Hashanah. And therefore you don't have a proof because we're making the kavah chomer from Nizakin, not from Kofer, and you don't have a proof that Shane Veregel should have Kofer. Sigmar says like this. I'll still ask you another piracha because whether it's Kalim, whether it's Tmunim, Kalim vessels, Adam is always chayyeh. A person that damages is always high, whether it's hidden, whether it's uh, vessels, person damages, right? So Kalim damages, there's always damages by Adam. Kofer, there's no Kofer by Adam. Kofer is only if your animal kills, not your, not if a person kills. So therefore that'll become the Pircha. How can you learn that Nezokin is more Chomer than Kofer? And therefore since Nezokin is full damages in Rishus HaNezok, Kofer should be full damages. Maybe because Nezokin is more Chomer. Where's Nezokin more Chomer? Adam. Adam is Chayev. But there, and there's no Kofer by Adam, right? So the says like this, and Adam kills, there's no Kofu, we said before. So therefore, so the Mora says, so, yeah, uh, so therefore, since you cannot be learning the Kalva Chomer from between Nezokin and Kofer, it must be going back to Kofer and Kofer. And if it goes back to Kofer and Kofer, then our original Raya is a good Raya. What was the Raya? Because we're learning like this, Shein Verego, there's no kofer b'shus arabim, but there is kofer b'shus anizak. So therefore, tam, which there is kofer chazi kofer b'shus arabim, kavachomer is kofer sholem in b'shus anizak. But then we go back to making that kavachomer. Then from Rabbi Tarfon, we answered our shaila that there is kofer. You see, you must hold this kofer by Shane Verego. That's the point. So Gemara says like this. So therefore, Elalav Shmamino, Mikofer de Regal Maisula, the Raya is coming not from Nezek, but it's coming from Kofer of Shane the Regal, and you see from Bitarfun that there is a dinner full Kofer Bishus Anizak. Alma Ika Kofer Beregal, so you see this Kofer Regal, which was our original Shaila Shmamino. For stamping on the baby, yes, for trampling on the baby. Now, He's just going to support what the outcome that we just said. What we concluded that the Kalva Chomer has to be between the Kofer of Shane Verego and the Kofer of Tom, and it wasn't from the Nezokin of Shane Verego and the Kofer of Tom. Because let's say you would go like the Havamina, that you don't have a you don't have a Raya here, because we're not asking from Kofer, we're asking from Shane to Regal. And in fact, there would be no Kofer on Rego. So then, Vitanami Nezakin to Regal Maishala and the Kalva Chomer of Itarfun was coming from the Nezakin of Rego, not from the Kofer of Rego. Then you could have asked that as a Pircha. How can you learn out that from the Zokin being the Kal and Kofer being the Chomer, you're saying Kofer works in Shusarabim and Shane Verego doesn't. How can you ask that as a. Because I can have a Pircha on you. Shane Verego don't have. Shane Beregel does not have Kofer. Shane Beregel doesn't have Kofer, and Tom does have Kofer. So then why didn't you ask that at the Birgit? Isal Gadai to Lake of Kofer Regal, but Tom is Zokin de Regal, my silo. So Livrog, Malin is Zokin de Regal, Shekane Yeshnam Beregal. You should have asked like this How could you learn out from the Zokin of Regal? 
to bring me a raya for kofer, I'd ask like this, is that malin nezakin the regal, shekin yeshim a regal, that regal, there is nezakin by regal, yet what do you see? There's no kofer by regal, right? So therefore, elalav shmami no, uh, that me kofer the regal maizelos. It has to be the kavachomer had to be coming from the kofer of regal, not from the nezakin of regal. Because if there was no kofer by regal, then that could have been asked as a pircha. I mean, you could have asked that uh, that how can Rav Acha, maybe how, how can Rav Shimi hold that uh, Rabbi Tarfun's uh, that there's no there's no kofer by rego, then how can you learn the kavachomer based on on on, on nezokin of rego? I could say this that nezokin have a chumrah that you pay for rego, whereas kofer does not have the uh, chumrah that you pay for rego, and therefore you would not be able to learn that out as a. Uh, as a kavachomer, it must be el shmamino. I'm the el alav shmamino. I'm the kofer the regal maisilo. So alma, the bottom line is that ika kofer beregal. It is kofer beregal shmamino. That is the conclusion of the Gemara. And therefore, the original shaila was: Do you pay kofer when a bay, when an animal comes in and into Rosh Hashanah and in the way it's walking tramples and Rachmanuson kills a baby? So therefore, it's full damages. So it's considered murdered right away. On the other hand, it wasn't kavanos lahazik. We see it doesn't matter. You pay kofer from Rabbi Tarf and you see there is kofer. By a so again, we don't know if the chachamim argue with that prat. We don't see that, but at least you see one tana that holds that's a swara. So therefore, that becomes the accepted because unless we see the chachamim hold differently, but we don't see that they hold different in that particular prat. Okay, let's go weiter. Now, again, this is going back on the Mishnah on Tezvav. The Mishnah on Tezvav brought down different clauses, and we said in the, in, in the, in the end of the first parak, and now in the second parak, we're elaborating on those clauses. And one was Adam, uh, Adam Amazik. That was one of the cases. So what do we learn here? So I've dealt with the Mishnah. Adam Moed Lo'olam. A person, he's always considered Moed. A person always has to pay full damages. Ben Shogeg Ben Mezid. Whether he does it inadvertently or he does it uh, intentionally. Now, there is a Yerushalmi here that Rishonim deal with. Yerushalmi says that if a person went to sleep and there was no vessel next to him and somebody put a vessel next to him in the middle when he sleeps and in his sleep he breaks the vessel, there, even though we say the person would not be Chayim. Tarsus says that's like a, an extreme case of onus. We're going to see even though Adam is Chayim and onus, but when it's an extreme onus, then you don't pay. So the question is that, so therefore it's not a blanket statement. So there's different ways of explaining it. Some Rishonim learn the reason why the person doesn't have to pay over there because the one who's negligent in that case, the one who put it there, that's, he's the one who has to pay. That's the way they will see that will come up again, this idea. But anyway, now, Sima es ein chavero. Let's say a person accidentally, Rashi says, blinded his friend, or the shivers kalim, or he broke vessels. Meshalem nezek shalem. Even though you did it accidentally, you still high. You have to pay for nezek. Now, what the Gemara points out: Why do we compare the two things at the end? Making making a person blind and breaking kalim. So Gemara says like this: Because that end case is talking about we did b'shogeg. If you did it b'shogeg, that's going to tell you that what's the chiddush is that even though we know that when you damage your friend, the Torah says you have to pay five forms of damage. It's only when you intended 
to damage him. You intended to damage him. So it's either mazid or kar of lamazid, says Rashi. But if you accidentally blinded him, it's like breaking kalim. What does it mean it's like breaking? You're chayim. When you break kalim, what are you chayim for? You're only chayim for nezik. You're not chayim for the other four. So therefore, here too, that's telling you then that if you did a bishogeg, you're chayim nezik, but you're not chayim on the other four. That's what it's teaching me. So Moira says like this, Ktani simas ein chavero, the Mishnah taught blinding your friend, Dumia, which is similar to Shibra's Akalim, comparing it to breaking Kalim. What's the comparison? Ma asam nezek in, you only chai for nezek, arba vorim lo, you're not chai for the other four. Av simas o to blinding is ayin, and chavero, nezek in, only nezek, but arba vorim lo, you're not chai for the other four. Moira says, minan amili, how do we know that now one's question over here is, how do we know that you're even chayiv b'shogig? We're not asking how do we know you're not chayiv the other four. How do you know you're chayiv nezek if you did it b'shogig? That's the one who wants to know. So, I'm a chizkiyo, the chaytana de bechizkiyo. I'm a krop, that's a tachas potza. Pazik says that, uh, that a, 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 a wound for a wound. All right? So, Pazik says like this, that... Uh, the, that, that, that there is a passage that says that when you damage your friend, what you did to him, you're responsible to be having done to you. But then it says, kviya tachas kviya, burn for a burn, petza tachas patza, a wound for a wound, chabura tachas bura, bruise for a bruise. So each one of those clauses are teaching me something extra because it's not needed. You already said whatever you did to him, you're responsible for as if it should be done to you. So therefore, why do you have to mention specifically those three? So the one that we're focusing on is petza tachas petza. What do we learn in Tachas Tachas Patsa? Is the Chayva Shogeg Kamezi. That's coming to teach me that even if you did a Shogeg, you are Chayev at least for Nezek. Right? Now, so you Chayva Shogeg Kamezi, that you did it unintentionally as if you did it, uh, you Chayev just as you did it intentionally. Vala Ones and you Chayev if you did it unwillingly, Kurotza if you did it willingly. And here tells us that we discuss what type of Ones are we dealing with. Because Yerushalmi clearly says there's a type of Ones that you're Potter, so therefore, that's the issue over here. Is it an onus? There's like a, an uber onus, like a higher level of onus that you're not chayiv, but where there's a regular onus, you would be chayiv. And we'll see examples of what's a regular onus, you'd be chayiv. Now, it says the one as follows. That how do you learn out from high petzatachas patzah, the choro, we're going to see that we're going to be learning on, on pei hey, and the, uh, in, 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 in later on in the Masechta, that we use petzatachas patzah to teach me something different. So how do you teach me here to teach me chayiv for shogeg? Right? The Gemara asks later on is that even though we have a drasha that says you're high for tsar, for pain, maybe it means when there's pain without a wound. Somebody burnt you on your fingernail. So you have to pay for pain. How do you know you're high to pay for pain if you're already paying for the wound also? If you're already paying for the nezek, on top of that, you also have to pay tsar. How do you know that? We learn that from Petzatakas Batza. So how do you say that Petzatakas Batza is coming to tell you chayv b'shogeg? I, I needed to tell me that you're chayv b'tsar b'makam nezek. How do you buy ten tsar b'makam nezek? You have to pay for the pain even though you're paying for the damages. Where it says, because if all it was coming to teach me that you're high for pain where there's a wound, so then it should have just said petza patachas patza. The fact that writes ma tachas patza, the extra word tachas, you can learn out two things from it. You learn out A, you're high for pain where there's a wound, not just when it's pain without the wound, and two, you're high also if you did it beshogeg, you're high of nezek, and not just when you did it negligently or willfully. How do you learn the sound? 
Because you have to pay for the pain. That, that's the extra drosha, which a minor Indian, we learn if it's not for this, it's coming to tell you pain. So I pain your chai, but how do you know chai? So that's that was bad. So you chai for even when there's a when there's a wound, you have to pay uh, even when you're paying for Now, I'm a rabbo. So Rabba now has the following uh, series of shayos, okay? The person had a stone in his lap. Now the way before she explained it means he went to sleep and someone put it there. It means he was not aware at all that he had a stone in his lap, right? The low and he didn't know it was there from the beginning. For Ahmad, and then he stood up, and it fell out of his lap. Now, a damage. So the Indian Nezokin, concerning Nezokin, you will be Chayev, all right? You will be Chayev. Now, this is not, as Tosas pointed out, similar to the case where you fell asleep and in your sleep, you knocked out. Because that's completely beyond here, even though you didn't know that the stone was there when somebody put it down, but you could have become aware of it before you stood up. So it's considered a little bit more awareness than the case. But so therefore, like this, you'll be potter for the Dalit Dvarim over there, right? Because again, it's not, it's, it's not, it's not Karav Lamezik. Rashi learns out that the other four things we learn out when, it's, when it says that two people are fighting. When two people are fighting, there's intent. Here there's no intent, but mainly you cannot be higher for the four additional payments. Le'inyan Shabbos, let's say you were in Rosh Hashanah and, and now they stood up and it rolled into Rosh Hashanah or you fell asleep in Rosh Hashanah and it rolled Dalad Amas. It's not a, a malacha of design. You did not design to create this malacha. Alright? There was no intent in this malacha. Memele, if there's no intent, you cannot be high. I mean, a case of Shogeg means I thought it's Sunday. Right? But I did intend to do a malacha. Here there's no intent to do malacha, memele, it's not chai for Shabbos either. You wouldn't even chai for korban. So even the Shabbos, melech is machshevus, asotayr, it has to be by design, to be calculated, this is not. Now, what about if it killed someone? So now we know, b'shogek, if you kill someone, you chai to go to Golos. So in your Golos, you'll be potter as well. Why will you be potter over here? Because the bottom line is that it ha- shogek means that you were aware of something and then you had a lapse of awareness. That's how Rashi explains it. Here, there was no awareness and then a lapse of awareness. Here, from the get-go, from the beginning, there was no awareness that the stone was there. Mamela, it's not considered to be like a shogeg to be machai of you to have to go to Golos. Now, what about this? If you kill an Evid Kenani, that, uh, 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 if, uh, not, not kill, but if you, if you blind or you uh, wound an Evid Kenani, you have to let him free. What happens if the stone fell and knocked out his tooth? Or the stone fell and it knocked out his eye? So the Indian Evid, that's really going to be Machlokas, look to the Rav Shemim Gamliel and the Rabbonin, which is a Machlokas, by the way, which we already had before. What's the Machlokas? The Sanya we learned in a Brisa. Who caused the, 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 the shen to fall? The, the master. He stood up and the stone, the stone rolled yeah. off and knocked out the eye of the tooth. He said, that's going to be a Machlokas Tanoim. The Sanya we learned in a Brisa. Let's say his doctor, his, 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 Rebbe, uh, his master was a doctor, okay? He said, Go and I need you, the, the servant asked the master, there's a certain application that I need for my eye, a certain type that you should apply, some kind of ointment, and he was trying to help him, and accidentally what happened was, he made him blind. 
Chatar lishini, or he said, listen, I, I have plaque around my tooth, or I have a pain in my tooth, scrape my tooth, and in, in, unintentionally, the master knocked it out. So the Tanakama holds that uh, you played him. The Evid played the master, and this Evid now, knowing that this could have happened, put his master in that situation, and then he goes free. The Pazakat says that the Evid goes free, it says when the, the master destroyed the limb, destroyed the tooth, that implies that there's intention of destruction. You intended to hurt him. You intended to destroy him, uh, to destroy the limb. Whereas in this case, over here, he intended actually to help the guy to fix his eye, to fix his tooth. So according to him, though, he will not go free. So now let's circle back to our case. So in our case, where they rolled up his lap and landed on the tooth or on the eye, that'll be machlokas tanoim. According to the Rachamim, you go free. According to Gamliel, that wasn't intending to destroy the tooth or the eye. You would not go free. Now, that's case number one. Case number one is he fell asleep, someone put the stone there, got up and it fell off and he never knew from the beginning that it was there. What happens if he put it there, thinking I'm gonna use it later on, fell asleep or whatever it is, was spacing out and forgot that he had had it there. Not on purpose, he forgot and then he stood up. What's gonna be the halacha now? So he was aware at the beginning, and then he forgot. Then he got up and then it fell. So the Indian Nezok in Chayev, concerning Nezek, again, you'll be Chayev, Adam is Muad La'ilam, you're going to be Chayev for that, for Nezek. Because again, there's no intent, it's not a malicious intent, it's not it's not like the case of the two people fighting, says Raj. Concerning Golos, you will be Chayev, because this is Shogek. Shogek, you were aware and you forgot. So this you were aware, you forgot. That is Shogek, you're going to be Chayev. As long as Shogek means by definition, there was a Yedia and then there was a lapse of awareness. This one had a Yedia at the beginning. The Indian Shabbos will be part that the bottom line is, it's still not considered to be a malacha by design. You didn't intend to do a malacha, so therefore you're not high for it, even a carbon. The Indian Evid, again, it'll be the plukta of Shimon Gamliel and Rabbanon, because you're not intending to destroy the tooth, destroy the eye. That's the machlok is Tanakama and Shimon Gamliel. Now, third scenario. You wanted to throw the stone to Amis, and you didn't realize the strength, and you overshot it, and you shot it, and it went four armors. So now, Le'inyan is zokin, you'll be chayev. Le'inyan is still potter. Because again, the fact that it hits somebody, you didn't think it's going to go and hit him. You didn't think it's going to go with the four armors. So it's not kavana. There's no kavana. There's no malicious intent in the thing. And therefore, we don't consider that like the two people fighting, and you're still potter with the for him. Le'inyan Shabbos, Malachas Mashevs Ba'inan. You intended to throw Dalaram. Two armors. The fact that it went four armors, that wasn't an intentional malacha. That's an un- that was that was it was it even it's not even considered an unintentional shogeg of a korban because at the end of the day it wasn't a malacha by design. You didn't intend to do a malacha. The fact that it went four armors is not considered to be a problem. You intended only two. The Indian galus ashalit soda amarachmana. All right. Prat when is kaven shtayim v'zorak dal. Now Rashi brings two pshatim and they're opposite pshatim. In the first pshat, Rashi says like this: the pasuk shelot sada means that when are you chayev to be executed? When are you chayev misa? Where you where you were uh, you you were. You, you were directing it at the person. You were tzada means that you were ambush, ambushing him. You were planning, you were aiming to get him. Since you did not aim to get him, so in such a case you would not be high of Misa. 
Alright? Now, So the case where you wanted to throw two and you, uh, and you threw four, that would be excluded from the case of Misa. But what? That would be Chayev from the case of Misa. But would be Chayev Golos. Meaning the Pasuk is being admired, even though you, you, you intended to throw it, but you're not intended to throw it at the person. You only intended to throw two arms, went four. So you can't be Mechaev in Misa, but you could be Mechaev in Golos. That's the first explanation. The second explanation is, is that we're not, the exclusion over here is, is that the only time you're Chayev Golos is if you intended to throw it in the direction of the person. Even though you don't intend it to, but it has to be that you're intending to throw it, and if you don't intend to throw it in the direction of the person, and it goes and gets the person, then you're potter and goalless. But in this case, where you threw two and it went four, you did intend it to throw it in that person's direction. You so then you would be chayv. Uh, uh, then, then, the one second, one second, one second. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, I'm saying this wrong. You did not know. You didn't. Because you, you, you did not. The two, you got four. Right, but so one second, second. You would not go to Gaulus in this case. Why would you not go to Gaulus in this case? The first case was it's not Chayv Miso, but it is a Chiv Gaulus. And the, the, the second, the Lashon Acha the Brashi brings down is that you're only Chayv if you. Oh, it means like this, mean like this. You're only high of Golus if you did not intend to throw it in his direction. But if you intended to throw it in his direction, we would not allow you to go to Golus, because Golus is a kapara. So it's only a kapara. Wait, that's considered too much negligence. You threw it at person, you should know it might go four armors. The fact that when you wanted to throw two and it went four and it killed him, you would not go to Golus. You only go to Golus when you did not intend at all to throw it in his direction. But here you did intend to throw it in his direction, you do not go to Golus. The two different Lashinas is, would you go to Golus, not go to Golus? That's the two ways, different ways Rasha brings down both shots. Let's keep going. All right, now. Uh, the Indian Shabbos. No, 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 no second. The Indian Galus Ashetaru Amrachmana Pratlin is Kavan Lizrog Shtayim Rizarak Dal again two shots and Prat is excluding that the case he would go to Galus or would not go to Galus. The Indian Evan that'll be the Plukter of Shimon Gamliel like we said. Now let's go a different case here. Let's say you intended to throw four, and it went eight. The first case was you intended to throw two and it went four. Now you intended to throw four and it went eight. Now the Indian Zokin again you're Chayiv. Because at the end of the day, it wasn't doing, you were not intending to harm the person. You cannot be high for the Dalvarim. Now it depends. Because at the end of the day, when you threw it, you wanted to throw four Amas, that is a Malacha. But it didn't go where you wanted to go, it went eight. So what's the point? If the person says, listen, I wanted to throw four, but I'm okay wherever it lands. So if he says, I'm okay wherever it lands, then it's considered to be Malach and Yubichayev Lugabes Shabbos, either the Raisa, either the Korban or, or Misa, depending on the scenario. Linyan Shabbos, but Omer Kolmok comes in Tiritzit Tanuach, wherever it lands, I'm happy with it, and Yubichayev. But Elo, but if you said, no, I Dafka wanted it to go four, and it went eight, 
So it did not land where you want it to land. So you don't have a hanacha. The hanacha wasn't planned. It's not designed. So therefore, ilo lo. Now, what about the Indian golus? Asher That'll be the same as before. That means that it's, it's in the direction of the person. So does that mean you should be chayv or should not be chayv? That'll be the two Roshonas of Rashi. And the last case, the Eved will be in the Rab Shimon Gamliel and the Rabbonon. And we'll stop over here, gentlemen.